Truth Be Told with DT and Telly returns after this on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. City Year Milwaukee is celebrating its 13th year of service at their annual dinner on Thursday, May 4th at the beautiful Bradley Symphony Center. Joining Truth Be Told with DT and Telly is Dr. Stephanie Manny Hartlaw, Executive Director at City Year Milwaukee. Welcome back to Truth Be Told with DT and Telly, live from the American Family Insurance and Studios at the Avenue in the Heart of downtown Milwaukee. We are pleased to be joined this Monday morning by none other than Senior Vice President and Executive Director of City Year Milwaukee, Dr. Stephanie Manny Hartlob. And yay! yay that's Woo! right. That's right. Good morning, Milwaukee. <laughs> Good morning. Good morning. The doctor is in the house, and this is a special time of year for you, of course, with City Year. And just just start off by telling us, uh, um, Dr. Stephanie, what is City Year? City Year Milwaukee is a fantastic uh, nonprofit that recruits 17 to 25-year-olds to serve as student success coaches in nine Milwaukee uh, public schools. So they really work alongside our scholars, helping them build their academic capacity as well as um, supporting them socially and emotionally. And, And why is City Year so important? City Year is so important because we know um, that our students need extra sets of hands and hearts in the classroom to really be able to reach uh, their greatest potential. And so we're all about uh, that service to kids. We're also uh, working with those 17 to 25 year olds to develop their skills uh, to be the next generation of leaders in Milwaukee um, and beyond. City Year draws core members from all across uh, these United States, bringing them uh, to Milwaukee to realize that we are actually a great city on a great lake doing fantastic things. And 65% of our core members that come from outside the state of Wisconsin actually stay here um, in Milwaukee uh, to help our community grow. Wow, that is great stuff. We're joined in studio by Senior Vice President and Executive Director of City Year Milwaukee, Dr. Stephanie Manny Hartlob. That's my job. <laughs> bow, 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 bow. But these gonna come in hot in a minute though. But <laughs> no, I'm just gonna be sound effects. That's Your sound effects. Yeah, you got this, Telly. You, you, and, a, and you a professional journalist. You know what? But I, I, I just I realize, uh, uh, Dr. Stephanie's uh, lanyard. She's an AKA. Beautiful, oh, AKA. Beautiful, Wonderful. AKA. Had 3,500 of my followers yes. in this city sure uh, did. two weeks ago. Uh, <laughs> oh, trust and believe, Telly was letting everybody all oh, the I, I was letting, I was letting yeah, everybody we know. We appreciate that. We appreciate that. Again, another great service organization that making is, change in this world. Uh-huh. You heard it, so, DT. You heard it. Yes, you heard it. You Do- heard it. Dr. Stephanie, well, first, here's the thing I want everybody to understand because I don't take. Anytime I meet a beautiful black woman, and just so y'all know, Stephanie is just as beautiful on the outside as the in. Dr. Stephanie, could you just let the folks know why you are a doctor, what you have a doctorate in? Because it's so important to understand that this is not something, it, it ain't like Dr. Dre. You are, you are a doctor for real, okay? <laughs> what, let, let the listeners know 
I don't know. I have a lot of respect for Dr. Dre. I feel like he's doing big things. But he didn't take the route that you did. He didn't take this long, arduous journey, but he took a different journey that might be just as important. So I actually have... His album was called The Chronic, Dr. Stephanie. Yes. Let's not quantify your degrees with The Chronic. You know, sometimes people Might have been used, but... in leadership, uh, service, and learning from Cardinal Stritch um, University. I um, really am a believer in that you become the best version of yourself uh, through serving others, and I believe that that uh, was just solidified to me on that doctoral journey um, at Cardinal Stritch uh, University. I'm so sad and disheartened by the things that have happened uh, with Cardinal Stritch as of recent, but I think just being able to see the amazing um, Cardinal Stritch alumni around uh, this city and around this space that are serving, that are taking the lessons that they have learned um, to help the lives of others uh, be better, I think just really inspires me. Um, That PhD journey, y'all, it's not for the faint of heart. I want to say that. Um, I almost think of it as like going to the military. They break you down to the lowest element of yourself. You stop believing in yourself and all the things you know as they build you uh, back up, Mm -hmm. build you back up to really be the servant leader um, and have that service leader heart that is required uh, to do this work. Now, um, if anybody is bored and needs something to do, you can go on to ProQuest and you can read my 365 page (laughs) dissertation um, that is focused on uh, the importance of coaching uh, in Uh, in pre-service leadership uh, for school principals. I do believe in the work that we do, that we have to be focused on training our leaders to helping them understand their work um, and how to lead others if we really want to have a great impact on our young people um, in this city. Education is the gateway, and we have to stop using it as as gatekeepers um, to um, oppress people um, in our world. We really can do great work. I believe um, in our work with Milwaukee Public Schools, which is where I spent the first 20 years of my career, that great things are happening. And part of our work at City Year is really helping to elevate uh, that work. We're speaking with Dr. Stephanie Manny Hartlob, the Senior Vice President and Executive Director of City Year Milwaukee. City Year has a huge dinner coming up. We'll get to the details of that. Yes, coming up here. (laughs) But (laughs) as you know, me and Denise, we talk about a lot of things, and social emotional well being is a hot topic. How does City Year support students through all of this as we know the implications of society on black and brown? Brown students. Uh, City Year does that work in a variety of ways, uh, specifically with our core members um, inside of schools. We provide them um, with social and emotional uh, 
tools in their box to support our young people, uh, pulling them out into small uh, pullout groups um, to check in on them, to help them uh, put tools in their box to deal with the anxiety that they're facing in life, creating the space for them um, to share about what's happening um, in their life um, and just really being listening ears uh, for those young people inside of school spaces. I always say I was a teacher and when I was a teacher, I wasn't that young. And so the language that I used to communicate uh, to our young people was there wasn't always that instant connection. But I think that having these core members that are 18 years old, 17 year olds inside of these spaces allows our young people to know that there's someone that really has a shared experience with them that can listen to them, that can offer them um, guidance and advice to really support them um, in building uh, their belief in themselves you know dr stephanie i I have to say this you and and telly are very intellectual refined articulate human beings especially this time of the morning and so i'm I'm gonna get (laughs) evansville indiana public school on on y'all for a moment go ahead truth nation my first encounter with city year was probably about 15 years ago uh, when i worked for a uh, big, big local employer out in Waukesha that partnered with City Year as part of our community engagement efforts. And what Doc Steph is sharing, it is not fluff. Because the moment that I walked into the school where City Year was welcoming in, in a very genuine and organic way, the first experience that students felt was love, was genuine love, was genuine belief in their greatness through the City Year team members. And as I witnessed not only how they welcomed the students and cheered them on and encouraged them, I also witnessed the direct and immediate impact that it had on each and every one of those students. Because what a, what a pivotal thing or a pivotal way to start someone's day is letting them know that you come from greatness. We believe in you. You can be successful. And that is exactly what I saw. This is not fluff, Truth Nation. Please understand that we only partner with organizations that generally want the best for our brown and black students. And that's exactly what City Year does. And they've done it consistently. The talk matches the walk, and the walk matches the talk. And I just had to to underscore what Dr. Stephanie is sharing combined with Telly's questions, because many of us are struggling with parenting young black and brown kids in this state, in this country, in this city. It's not a joke. Suicide continues to rise amongst our young people. And the only way that we will continue to prevent this is partnering with City Year. They are one of the few, and I mean few is three or less. They are one of the few organizations that I have witnessed firsthand that pour into our young leaders. It is not fluff. So please continue to learn more about City Year, how you can get involved, how you can get your students involved, whether your kids, your cousins, your nephews. City Year is no joke. And I thank you, Dr. Stephanie, for what you and your team are doing for our young future leaders because they deserve it and what y'all do is just the most important ingredient to anyone's success. And that is love and creating a sense of belonging. So thank you for that. 
Thank you, Denise, because that's the truth right there, y'all. Yeah. That's it. That's the truth. <laughs> and, and Denise just talked about it. That was her experience. And how can people get involved with City Year? Uh, there are a number of ways that folks can get involved with City Year. Um, if you are 17 to 25-year-old and looking for that next step in your journey and want to serve uh, your community, you can go to www.cityyear.org and check into how you can become an AmeriCorps member and serve young people um, in this city. Um, you can also, uh, for those that are listening, visit um, our uh, that same website and find out how you can become a mentor and serving our core members. So if you are a business professional, if you um, are just looking to pour um, into our young people, uh, check out that. If uh, It always requires money, as we know, to do this work. Um, so you can also visit that website um, to contribute uh, to City Year as we work to build our core, as we work uh, to build our footprint in service um, in Milwaukee. You're listening to Dr. Stephanie Manny Hartlob, Senior Vice President and Executive Director of City Year Milwaukee. And Dr. Stephanie, before we let you get out of here, of course, big week for you. The annual dinner coming yes. up on Thursday, bear, bear, May bear, 4th. Bear. Tell us about it and why it's such a huge deal. It is our 13th um, annual gala. It is really a time to celebrate uh, the work of our young people inside of schools, to celebrate um, our educators and really bring together uh, this beloved community. I think often two times, when, not when you listen to the truth, but when you listen to some of these other radio stations or you're watching the news, we are focused on what's going wrong in our city. This is an opportunity for us to come together and focus on what is going right. We're going to have a great cello uh, Peter Thompson from the symphony playing. You're going to get to hear from some of our young people that are being served by our city year uh, core members at Vincent High School. So a great time will be had by all. The show starts at 530, so don't be late. Dr. Stephanie, I could talk to you all morning, but Denise gets a little jealous sometimes. So, uh, no. <laughs> can, I, can I give y'all a morning greeting? I want to give y'all oh one gosh. of our city year morning greetings. Hey, don't y'all look good today. Hey, don't you look good hey. today. Hey. Don't hey. y'all look good today. Hey. hey, don't y'all look good today. I like that. See, that's, See, that's, that's how about. we need that's to be greeted start. every morning. Right. <laughs> that's how they, like, that's literally, can you imagine walking to school and, like, you may not have had the best weekend and somebody says, hey, don't, I mean, that's dope. Yeah, that's no, fire. that is dope. It. That is dope. Now, there was one detail <laughs> that we forgot. So, May 4th. May 4th. Bradley Your girl Symphony is hosting, Sim so yes, you yes. want to be there. Yes, yes. I mean, Denise, wait a minute. Hold on, hold on. Time out, time out. <laughs> I talk to you literally every day. <laughs> Didn't know. Did not know. Wow. We wanted to drop it today. I did not. Uh, we yeah, to drop yeah. It See, that's how they do it. Well, that's fine. That's why Tell I'm, you I'm just... hosting the AKA Derby Day party <laughs> coming up on Saturday, May 6th. May, yeah, look, May 6th. It's not a competition, Telly. Okay, it's you're right. It's not a competition. Well, I know you're going to do great, Denise. Oh, okay. And you got to come out, everyone. May 4th, this Thursday, City Year Annual Dinner, the 13th, you said? 13th, 13th Annual Dinner. And our own Denise Thomas will be the hostess with the mostest. Bam, 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 bam. 
know it. Dr. Stephanie Manny Hartlob, thank you so much for joining us. We really appreciate it. We know it's going to be an, a huge success extravaganza come Thursday, May 4th. Thank you all for having me and a huge shout out to my City Year uh, staff and our City Year uh, core members for all the dedicated work that they do each and every day. See y'all on the 4th and some of you I'll see on May 6th. There it is. (laughs) There There it is. (laughs) There it is. Truth Be Told with DT and Telly will return after the break. More of Truth Be Told with DT and Telly is next on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app and 1017thetruth.com. You're listening to Truth Be Told with DT and Telly coming to you live from the American Family Insurance Studio inside the Avenue in the heart of downtown Milwaukee. We've already had an incredible first hour. Yes. Yeah. Great just talking to-, to Dr. Stephanie Manny Hartlob. Wow. Yeah. I'm so excited for you, Denise. I'm, I'm a little, uh, you know, we're going to have to talk off offline because uh, you be having this stuff going on and, and I just find out, I'm like, wow, like this, really? Because not only that, uh, I'm going to go ahead and bust you out on the air. What Denise is also going to go to a ball on May 5th somewhere as well. How did you know I'm going to the, uh, wait uh-huh, a minute? Uh-huh. How did you know that? Yeah, yeah. Don't don't worry about me. <laughs> don't worry about me. I ain't been no okay. journalist for 20 some years and I I'm can't like, find nothing out. How did you know? Yeah. Okay, we definitely yeah. going to have no, a conversation. No, 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 no. I don't want to talk now. <laughs> I don't want to talk now. Now you want to talk? <laughs> Look. That's how that's how we work as a team. We communicate. That's yeah. the root cause of why relationships Just how I just found out that money. you're hosting this huge dinner. Three days from now, <laughs> because we All talk right. so much. I'm so glad you guys are tuned in. This is Truth Be Told <laughs> with GT and Telly. As Telly mentioned, we just had, look, Craig laughing. Craig, <laughs> ain't nobody come to see you, Otis. Right. Be in your lane. Quit supporting Telly. Whose team are you on? <laughs> it's no, like people just, just tuned Craig. in. They were like, uh, did like, we just right. uh, tune into some, <laughs> a couple getting into it? Or? <laughs> right. It's like, it's like, Truth Nation, give me two seconds. Now, look here, Telly. <laughs> right. And then it's like your mama when they on the phone. Like, hold on. Didn't I tell you to sit down? Hello. Hey, girl. It's like, wait a minute. How can you you go from that to that like that fast? That's the gift of being a black mama. (laughs) And listen, here's the thing. We are the queen of hitting mute. We can go from... Good morning. This has been such a productive meeting. Uh, just a quick update. The the following reports will be generated and didn't and hit mute. Didn't I tell y'all what to sit down? <laughs> Unmute. Yeah. And so yes. like, that's, that's a gift that black mamas have. Like we can switch in a matter of like seconds. No kidding. That's why I love um, these Instagram feeds where they show this one. It's a lady and I forget her name, but she literally has. 20,000 videos imitating black mamas. Just, black mama, just different instances, like going and to the I'm store, like, was, doing yeah. this, doing that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like my favorite one, because my kids used to always do that, you know, with, with these last minute plans. Mm. Oh, mama. And then the famous, I'm not picking up and dropping off, okay? It's going to uh, be uh, one or yeah, the other. Right. I'm either going to pick y'all up <laughs> or I'm, try- or like, I'm gonna drop you need y'all to figure it out. Like, both. yeah, I'm not doing pick both. One. Yeah, wow. 
There man, that's probably like... been around since day oh, one. What? <laughs> I, what? Man, I've heard that, and I've said that to my own kid. Like, look, I get you there, but you want to figure it out to get back. Man, I ain't, I ain't your personal ain't chauffeur. Both. Yeah, and that's that's what, what my, one of my favorite ones. But speaking of younger generations, before we took the break, we were introducing the reality that. The highest population in this country, which is currently millennials, in accordance with the most recent uh, U.S. Census Bureau data, and they are now living paycheck to paycheck. And one of the questions that I believe that was Craig had for us on the Truth Talking text line, which is 833-212-1017, is, okay, well, how many of those were Gen Xers? So I can't give you the exact number, but what I can tell you is this. 64% of Gen Xers live paycheck to paycheck. 66% of Gen Zers live paycheck to paycheck. And 75%, of course, as we reported, of of millennials are living paycheck to paycheck. What does this mean for the state of our country? Well, it, it definitely means current day that with the combination of inflation, major, major, large financial institutions, i.e. banks, are quitting, failing, shutting down, combined with just the political positions of this country. And it's not a joke. You got student loans. You got the Supreme Court cases on whether or not to forgive student loan debt. There's so many factors that are playing into this, but I will say this as somebody who's lived in this country For almost 47 years, whenever people start struggling financially, certain behaviors, anger, frustration, desperation. Desperation. That's the one word that comes up. Yes. Desperate. We we have to start having conversations. We have to start asking people what they need. This is America. Yeah. Poverty um, is not a punishment. Like that just irks me when I hear people say, well, you know, if you work hard, then you won't have to do this. That has nothing to do with it because I've seen people work three and four jobs and live paycheck to paycheck. Just enough to be broke. Just enough to be broke. So Make don't enough. come just to me to with broke. that. Yeah. You yeah. know, well, if you just work hard, because a lot of people that say that they inherited Absolutely. a job. You know, There was a job waiting on them that paid, you know, well into the high six figures. Yeah. So let's just let's just stop saying that. Um, and then, oh, well, you know, millennials, they're entitled and they don't know work ethic. Trust me, they do. Now, I do have some generational challenges in terms of how I was conditioned to work versus how the younger generations view work and strong work ethic. And then also, you know, I, I come from a generation where there were there were no feelings. Yeah. And now the younger generation. They want their feelings to be known, heard, and respected. I get it. I understand it. It's just hard for me because I didn't grow up that way. Yeah. No, you know, that's no real. Crying. <laughs> there that was no real. crying. Yeah. There was no complaining. There was no. Um, we don't know, care how you feel, a, basically. Yeah, I need like, to take a mental health day. What? None of that. Yeah, None of that. You need yeah. to do what? No, right. what you going to do is sit down and run yeah. these. You know, like that's the generation I come from. So. And things are just different, Denise. Like, we oh don't gosh, want so to accept it, and it's not the way that our parents grew up. I mean, heck, we had Victor Frasher in here last week uh, from Educators Credit Union talking about the fact that he really didn't want to get into it, but Social Security may not look like it did when 
our parents were coming up by the time we turned 65. It may not even be there. Exactly. Yeah. So uh, there's a whole different way of planning out your life uh, during your working years and after your working years. And when you are going paycheck to paycheck, like we talked about last week, uh, and gosh, April was such a good month in terms of financial literacy month and learning so many mm-hmm. things because, yes, there are these IRAs and these things that you could put away for a, a, you know, for, for a rainy day or later or your retirement or whatever. But like you said, if you're living paycheck to paycheck, I don't have any extra money to put I anywhere else. I don't have. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So it, it is a dilemma, but it's not just conversations that need to be had, but a plan that's put in place because the plan that was put in place for our parents and their parents is not the same as it is for this generation. And you make a, a great point because Brittany on the Truth Talking Text Live, which is 833-212-1017, Brittany shares, I'm a millennial, and it's not shocking. We went against the grain, and now we are struggling to change the world still with all the things against us from education to prices, generational curses. We are still trying to break them all. I feel like millennials will come out of this though. Okay, Brittany. I, I like the positive. attitude. Yeah, Absolutely. I like the attitude, like the mindset, but as, as you both were saying, it's the fact that you got people who are still trying to pay off student loans, just eggs at one point. $8, just these little things that add up that impact your ability to save. And so even though April is over, we are still going to be Truth Nation. We yes. are obligated to make sure that we still bring more awareness to how to create and sustain and yes. build generational wealth. It, it's like so, Black yes. History Month. It's all year it's long. All financial literacy, it should be financial literacy year not just the month of April. It's not just you listen to these things in the month of April and then forget about them until next April. No. The point was for you to not only listen but try to implement some of these things. But, uh, Brittany, I, I know what you're saying. You're absolutely right. Uh, hopefully you all will, the millennials will come out of this. I mean, heck, there's been so many things that millennials have had to live through that other generations haven't had to live through, like a, uh, a, a pandemic, uh, mm-hmm. uh, possible uh, recession. Like, yeah, oh like there are things that, oh. yeah, there are so many things that millennials have to deal with now that wasn't in play years ago, even 10 years ago. But, um, yeah, it's not just, once again, conversations that need to be had, but let's try to put a new plan in place where people won't be in these type of situations. And thankfully, it is an election year coming up in 24. Uh, hopefully, Biden will uh, sit down no, and let somebody that is you, you don't even get me started. OK, no, I'm going to tell sit you, down. I'm going to tell you how you can get sit reelected. Down, you want to know sit how down. you can get reelected at 80 years old? Forgive those student loans, like he said he was going to do. Everybody, yeah, that, uh, ben, ben perked up on that. What you got? Like, you ain't never lie. I ain't never lie. Everybody be voting for uh, Joe Biden if he forgive these loans. There you, there you have it. Because here's the thing. If you want to go there, however you feel about President Trump, a lot of folks got a lot of good tax credits from 
when from the Trump administration. Uh, yeah, and yeah. There were some fundings that the Trump administration uh, poured directly into historically black colleges and universities. That's why it's so important. Do your research. Do your research, but also research think about it. When, for who you feel is best for you and your country. When, when Joe Biden was running, what was he doing? We were getting all type of stimulus checks and and everything. You know, the oh, yeah, COVID relief. Right. We're doing this. We're do- Come on now. Look, these, you these know how to win. They know. They know, like, because I'm going to tell you right now, when Bill Clinton was president, oh, my, my dad would tell you, we eating over here. Yeah. He was like, I, we was eating. Black folks was winning, driving good, eating good, living good under the Clinton administration. And he knew that. Denise, no one was complaining when we was getting them stimulus checks. Everybody I, needed hey. a little relief here, a little relief. Like, come on. So Look, I, they I know. In the morning. I'll be like, can't wait to go to the mailbox. <laughs> right. Can't wait to go to the mailbox. We're going to win, win, win at exactly. the mailbox. <laughs> and then you call another people. You get your check yet? Man, man. I ain't got mine yet, man. <laughs> hey, you know you owe me $5, right? <laughs> right? And don't tell me you ain't got it because I just got hey, the you notification. Just, you just got Joe your check. Joe Biden, just text me and let me know that this is stimulus. See, that's, that's our financial illiteracy, okay? We know right. when you get We, we know when we get the check. We know we literate when we, we know when we gonna get that direct deposit. Okay, that's our financial literacy. That for starts. Sure. That starts with you at college, where you get that uh, Man, financial what? aid check. I to, look, Telly. Balling. I, I used to only go out with the guys <laughs> that I knew had like a direct deposit hitting or a a student credit. And what we would do is we would have let's just say we would have a good time. And around eleven fifty nine, then you can close. You can you, close. You the, close the time, like, like, hey, we close out. <laughs> we go to the next thing. <laughs> okay, that's why. That's why, ladies. The, you know, when Telly was talking about, he didn't go to Freaknik because he couldn't afford it. I was like, well, you know, ladies, that wasn't our problem. Exactly. Yeah, that them, that was definitely not y'all struggle. And if you didn't, you need to you need to hit me up on the Truth Talking text line so I can give you the top five ways to never pay for anything. <laughs> And that's travel anywhere you right. want to go. <laughs> Look, that's my financial literacy plug for y'all, okay? You hit me up on the True Talking Text Line, ladies. I'm going to tell you exactly the top five ways that you ain't got to live paycheck to paycheck hey. as a black or brown woman. Call me up. I come, will tell you. Come I got on. the keys. Where else are you getting that? Anywhere in the country, anywhere on your airways, other than truth, truth be, be told, told, you could get financial advice from someone Man. from educators and Fuck you that. can get real <laughs> advice, street advice <laughs> from DT. Look, bump all that, all that formality. See, that's Kyle and, and Cherie and Telly, the educated professional people. See, you want to talk to DT. See, I'm going to give you the top five ways that you don't have to live paycheck to paycheck, ladies. It ain't got nothing to do with no bank account. Hit your girl up. <laughs> <laughs> it's Monday. I got to make y'all laugh. I got to make y'all have a good week. Um, we're going to take a break. Yes, oh, we are. Okay. We are. But we know how much <laughs> you are loving. Why your face red? And you chocolate, too. Why mo- your face red? <laughs> <laughs> He's we, like, I hope my daughters aren't listening. Right. God help me. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I, I know we only going to go to Auntie Denise on certain things, not all Look, things. See, that's, see, I, that's you being prejudiced. All I said was, ladies, call I ain't me say up. Pre- 
And it got nothing to do with being prejudiced. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. I'm talking about my version of financial literacy. That's all I'm saying. Okay. Truth Nation, we know how much you are loving this morning's conversation. If you miss any of it, remember, you can always go back and listen by downloading the Truth Be Told podcast sponsored by Gruber Law Offices on multiple platforms. The 1017 The Truth app can be found on Spotify, TuneIn, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts. And we will We'll have more Truth Be Told with DT and Telly after the break. Truth Be Told with DT and Telly returns after this on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. That's gonna be fire. Any oh, any updates with with regards to the tickets? Uh, no, no, no updates just yet. But uh, I, I got a few things working. I do need to really get on it though. Yeah, because August is like tomorrow, and um, it's gonna sell out. I'm sure it's gonna it, sell out. It, it definitely is because yeah. I see Drake. He's in. He's been in the gym, maybe in the surgery room. But anyway. You are listening to Truth Be Told with DT and Telly on the award-winning 101.7 The Truth. We're wrapping up our first uh, day of the week. Hope everybody had a great weekend and hope everybody is going to make this a great day and great week. As we reported last Monday, Don Lemon, after 17 years of working with CNN as an anchor, was terminated. The same day, Tucker Carlson was also terminated by Fox News. Since Tucker has been terminated, viewership during the primetime hours of his show have plummeted by 40%. So he was having an average of 30 million viewers to now 22 while he's gone. Now, Don Lemon, black folks, we really didn't respond too much. Now, keep in mind, Don Lemon recently had a shift in his show going from primetime evening to now primetime morning. This here, this audio that you're going to hear has been claimed to be the interview that was for CNN, the straw that broke the camel's back because Don Lemon had already prior to being fired, had some eyebrows being raised on how he was treating and engaging with his guests in particular women. Now, this interview is with GOP presidential candidate Vivek Ramaswamy. Okay, he was a guest. He's a GOP presidential candidate potential. He's, you know, he was, he was having an exchange. So check out this audio, which, again, is the interview that allegedly was the final straw for CNN, which resulted in Don Lemon's firing has to do with the other, especially consider and using the Civil War to talk about black Americans. That war was not fought for black people to have guns. That's 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 not that war was fought for black people to have freedoms in this country. Yeah. Actually, that's why the Civil War was fought. OK, and the sad that part wasn't about fought it, for, for black people to have guns, I think. Actually, you know, a funny fact is black people did not get to enjoy the other freedoms until their Second Amendment rights were secured 
And I think that that's but, one of the lessons that we still learned. aren't allowed to enjoy the freedoms. I disagree with you country. on that, Don. I disagree with you. And I think you're doing a disservice well, to our country okay. by failing to recognize when the you, fact that we have you equality are in black the law. And you live in this country, then you can disagree with me. But we're not. You mentioned in here that I disagree. Three different shades Don, of I think we have to be able here. to talk about these issues in the open, regardless of the color of our skin. Black Americans today, to say that, compare that to 1865 and 1964, I think it's insulting to black people. It's insulting to me as an African American. I don't want to sit here and argue with you because it's infuriating for you to put that to put those things together. It's not right. Your telling of history is wrong. Your, what, what, you're what part of the history was wrong? What, yeah. what, what, what part of the history, history was wrong? That the Civil War was fought. You're making people think that the Civil War was fought for black people, only for black people to get guns and for black people to the have The Civil War was fought for friends. black people in this country to get freedoms, a noble mission. And I think that it, even yes, after... Right. Even after now, that wasn't the entire interview, but what you heard was an expert, excerpt from the interview between Don Lemon, former CNN news anchor Don Lemons, with GOP presidential candidate... Vivek Ramaswamy. Now, Vivek Ramaswamy is not an African-American. He's not black or African-American. I found it very interesting, and I, this is where I do agree with Don Lemons, that he spoke, Vivek spoke with such conviction and about a community, and in particular a race, that he has never ever been, <laughs> never walked in the shoes of being black. And I just find it interesting that more and more people that are not black have all of a sudden felt this comfort to where they can speak on behalf for or with specific regards to being black in this country. I am in no position, Telly, to talk about what it's like to be Asian American in this country. Do you know why? Because I am not Asian American. Vivek Ramaswamy is. However, in this interview, he felt, and I don't, I don't know who's in his circle that's black, but I hope that he has some friends that can pick up the phone and be like, bro. But anyway, because of this interview, it is alleged that this was what basically got CNN's Don Lemon, or terminated, CNN terminated Don Lemon. And because of that now, we have two of our most well-known leaders, advocates, demanding that CNN answer the question of why Don Lemon was terminated. And that is Mark Muriel, Muriel which is, who is the National Urban League president and CEO, as well as Reverend Al Sharpton. These two individuals have publicly demanded for CNN to release or address why Don Lemons was fired. Do we care? Do we care? Because again, based on the reactions from viewers, Fox News viewers when Tucker Carlson was fired is completely different from the response of black and brown people when Don Lemon. So again, Reverend Al Sharpton and Mark Morial are demanding answers on CNN's decision to fire Don Lemon. The two civil rights activists have joined together in criticizing the network's decision to fire Don Lemon. How do you feel about this, Telly? They could criticize it, but no organization has to release why they fired you. And if you are, if you're not that person's attorney, uh, they don't, they don't have to do that. And so you're asking for something that they don't have to do, but 
even if you're asking for an explanation, if they just said, okay, this is not a one isolated incident type of situation or firing. Clearly, there's been some history, some past history. Don Livett hasn't been squeaky clean the entire time since he's been at CNN. He's had other controversies. So what if this was just the culmination of, all right, we're sick of doing all this, and every every other month we got to come out and make a statement about something you said, and we giving you all this money and blah, blah, blah. So I, I think – it's almost on the lines of of Tyrese asking Ben Crump to come and holler at the judge about his child support really? payments. Absolutely. I, I One has me, nothing to do with the other, in my opinion. Add, because now all of a sudden, why all of a sudden you so care so much about what Don Lemon is doing or his well, employment? Me, you're, that's a great question. So let me read to you the joint statement that Reverend Al Sharpton, as well as Mark Morial, who is the president and CEO of the Urban National League. This is the statement they were released, which I think answers your question, Telly. And I quote, we are completely stunned at the termination of Don Lemon. Throughout his career, Don has been a superb journalist who was very open to the civil rights community on issues others would not touch. The statement also reads, Don's voice has been invaluable to the conversation of how we become a more just nation. With the existing health of our democracy undergoing perhaps its greatest test we cannot afford to silence his voice we would like to know what he alludes to when he said there are greater things at play which is why we urge for a full explanation as to why he was let go in such a fashion end quote and again that was a statement joint statement issued recently by reverend al sharpton who actually is a host for msnbc uh, Politics Nation and leads the National Action Network along with Mark Morial, who is president and CEO of the Urban National League. Now, does that provide some additional context? Which I believe too. I'm like, wait a minute. You know, in that interview, if that the if that was the interview that for CNN was like, okay, that's it. We can't do this anymore. There were there were no questions or statements that I found offensive. It was not. That was not the one that got Don Lemon fired. Once again, it had to be a culmination of a lot of things. And I just kind of look at it like even when you're in a relationship, married or boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever, you 97% of the time you're arguing about the thing that the other person is not even mad about. Meaning, my wife could come home and, oh, you didn't take out the trash? Like, oh my God, this and the other. It has nothing to do with the trash. It has something to do with maybe I said something the night before or I did something that she didn't like, but she acting out in another way. Meaning, like, you can... Just because he just got fired doesn't mean that was the offense. That was the well, one thing that got him fired. Like, to, to me, point, I just, I don't see that. They, they were just probably looking for something and they finally got go. it. That's that's what I was going to say. To your point, they yes. may use this as a leverage to bring more attention to, we will not be silenced. And I think that's what this is. This is a, because there's there's so much attention regarding Don Lemons and Tucker Carlson's firing. Obviously, Fox News and CNN are completely, vastly different um, sources of information or news. When we come back from break, we're going to wrap this up. Truth Nation, 
The Truth Talking Text Line is 833-212-1017. Don Lemons is obviously going to be just fine. In the meanwhile, I totally agree with Mark Morial and Reverend R. Shopton's efforts to make sure that you know we as black people are not going to be silenced. You are listening to Truth Be Told with DT and Telly. When we come back, Uncle Phil Jackson, is he still an uncle? Because apparently he's got some issues with the way that basketball is being played. We'll be back. Truth Be Told with DT and Telly returns after this on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. Don't know what they into. Yeah, yeah. Hanging out the window, money on my man. Yeah, yeah. You are listening yeah. to okay, Truth Be Told with DT and Telly. What an incredible show that we had today. We are already at the end of our show. Coming up, you want to stay tuned in. Sherwin Hughes is going to be hosting for the next three hours, and you know he always brings great information, knowledge, and his expertise. A lot of us have been, Truth Nation, y'all been calling in. This is what we're going to do because your voice matters, your voice needs to be heard. We are going to pick back up tomorrow. So make sure that you tune in tomorrow to Truth Be Told with DT and Telly. We're going to finish the conversation about Don Lemon. We're going to get into the conversation regarding Phil Jackson's anti-Black Lives Matter. That's how I'm interpreting it. We're going to talk about what exactly he said and whether or not, Truth Nation, we're, su- we're surprised. I know I'm not. And we're also going to talk about um, pregnant being pregnant, look at Telly's face. No, I'm Telly, I'm, I'm not pregnant, okay? Never will be. Uh. You, can, you can believe that. <laughs> but we do need to talk about how black women are being treated uh, with OBGYNs in the birthing process. We're going to talk about that. We're also going to be talking about some good news. Spelman students win a $1 million grant from, stay tuned tomorrow to find out, uh-uh. as well as how the University of Virginia football players were honored during this past week's NFL draft. So, again, more to come. Stay tuned with the truth because here you're going to get Milwaukee Black Talk 11 consecutive hours. Stay tuned. We'll be back tomorrow. Telly, I love you, brother. Ben, I love you. Y'all make it a great week. This is Truth Be Told with DT and Telly on the new award-winning 1017 The Truth. Y'all telling me that I need to get out and vote, huh? Why? Ain't nobody black running but crack curves, so why I got to register? I'm taking a better stuff to do with my time. Never smelled aroma of diploma, but I write the deep best rhyme. So let me take y'all way back to women jamming, stay the southwest and last A. Y'all could not tell me nothing, thought I hit that bottom rock. At age 13, start working at that loading dock. They layin' my mama off of work, General Motors trippin', but I come home back, like Hank, from licking and dippin'. Doin' dumb things, not knowin' what I know now. Yeah, that petty stuff will have you cased up and locked down. I dip over to these points, still actin' a fool. Wastin' my time in the school, I'd rather be shootin' fool. Coming with straight truth. What's stuck in your craw that makes you think that a person is going to pay millions of dollars for a property that they want to redo, rebuild, reinvigorate?